That's what you now, don't I? This is the Black Rifle Coffee Podcast. Prepare to get caffeinated. Welcome, everybody, to the Black Rifle Coffee Podcast. If you're wondering mm-hmm. who we are, Dave and I, my name is Christian Myers with David Reed today. We host an affiliate podcast on the Free Range American Network with Black Rifle Coffee called the Medevac Podcast. We typically talk about stories of injury, rescue, recovery, and resiliency. But today we're standing in for Jared Taylor. Taking a new tone today. We're going to keep it lighthearted today, right? <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know. Let's have some fun. Yeah, and our guest, <laughs> guest today, lead singer of POD, Sonny Sandoval. Welcome, Sonny. Uh, where where are you at right now? It looks like you're uh, you're in a jail cell. What did uh, what, what did you do to on the last show there? <laughs> locker room. In a yeah, locker room. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm locked down. Yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm not following the rules. I guess you didn't take the vaccine. And no, you're no, all I'm in, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm in trouble. I'm in a cool little spot called Toad's Place here in New Haven, Connecticut. Every band nice. under the sun, and not just bands. I mean, hip hop groups. Everybody's played here, so awesome. we don't get up to Connecticut too often. So this is kind of cool. So, so how's it feel like busting out of COVID and doing live shows again? It's great. I mean, we've been touring for so long, and I mean, it's just what this is what we know, you know. But we're yeah. a little different. Like I said before, we're kind of the, the tip of the spear, the guinea pigs out here, um, just you know, announcing we have a show and just hoping people show up. You know, there's people that have bought, um, you know, what is it, pre-tickets and stuff like that, but still yeah. not showing up. So, yeah, and it's different in every city. I think here in New Haven, this will be the first show I think the audience has to wear a mask. So we're kind of bummed about that. Oh, man. That's Do you think bad. people are going to adhere to that? <laughs> yeah, the answer no. is yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna do it, but most people, if, if it was me, I'd be like, ah, cool, I'll catch them next time. Sure. I don't want to yeah, yeah. play that game. You know what I mean? I. Yeah, I love shows, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't love shows that much where I gotta jump through a million hoops to to go watch my, you know, my, my band play. It's just, it's unfortunate, but that's that's what it is. Yeah. Are you guys playing with anyone else tonight, or are you guys uh, solo yeah. act tonight? No, no. We we brought out a cool group called uh, From Ashes to New, another oh, yeah. new group. Yeah, another new They're group great. called uh, All Good Things, and we had another um, uh, opening band called Sleep Signals, but. Um, they only got two shows in, and then they got into a horrible uh, um, like bus, bus accident. Yeah, I saw, yeah. I saw, oh, I saw their post about that. Are they all okay? They're okay, except yeah. the the bass player. He got the worst of it, and so um, I think they, yeah, I think they had to amputate his, his foot, and you know, he's. Shit. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's unfortunate, man. Well, if yeah. he needs any advice, you could tell him to call hey, me, brother. You're, <laughs> you're, hey, you're, you're the man. All right. He's got experience with it. I have uh, 10 yeah. years experience uh, missing a foot. That happened to Yo. the Ghost Inside, too, a few years ago. They got in a, a horrible accident, right? Um, a bus Ghost accident. Inside, I think they did, yeah. I remember yeah. years ago in Europe, Alien App Farm got in a bad one. I just yeah. got wind um, of non-point. I, I mean, everybody's okay, but I think they the trailer jacked up and they... Lost all their equipment and all this stuff, so it's just is this a crazy out thing? Is this is What's this a com- is this a common thing for you guys? Like sounds no like- man, yeah, <laughs> that's why. I'm, yeah, we're, we're keeping our fingers, saying our prayers. You know what I mean? Keeping oh, our like fingers how, crossed. How fast is the bus driver going? You know, <laughs> <laughs> slow down. Yeah, dude, yeah. 
a buck forty to get to our next show. Man, so, so, to, so tell us, brother, like, how did you get started? When did you get started? And like, like, how did you know music was your passion? Um. Well, I'm I'm different than most most rock guys. Uh, I never thought I'd be doing this. It wasn't anything I planned. Uh, you know, you talk to most my friends in this business, and they were idolizing the posters on their wall saying someday, you know, I'm going to be a rock star. And yeah. uh, that was, I was never that way. You know, I, I um, at 19, I, I lost my mother to cancer and, you know, I, I come from the neighborhood in San Diego, California. So it's a lot of trouble to get into. Yeah. And at that point, you know, I just, I just kind of grew up, you know, and I, I found my faith or I was finding my faith. And, um, you know, the, the guys in this band, my cousin's a drummer, they had asked me if I wanted to to just mess around and I didn't know I still don't know what I'm doing. I didn't know what I was doing then. I still don't know what I'm doing now. It just uh it was just I, I don't argue that point. I just figured, hey man, if I Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I figured, hey, if you I can scream on this mic just like anybody else and you know say what say what I feel or you know, whatever, kind of release some of the things that's happening in my life at the time. Um I never thought we'd leave San Diego. And then um, we just kept playing. We did independent um, for years. And then we ended up signing to Atlantic Records in 99. Okay. Wow. So you guys formed in, what, 93? 92. 92. Okay. Okay. So we've been on 30 years. We've been around. Been around the block a time or two. So you've seen, (laughs) uh, man, I can only imagine the things that you've seen and how the industry's changed over the years quite substantially. You guys kind of started oh, yeah. at like the height of CDs. I mean, uh, I think Satellite was one of my very first albums. Honestly, I think I've played Youth of the Nation probably oh, awesome. five, five digits, probably a couple thousand times. <laughs> He's the number one listener. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I grew up on your music, skateboarding yes. in, in NorCal. We had I'm a boombox. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, we had a boombox out there with, with skateboarding to, to Satellite and Papa Roach. Yeah. I mean, that's I funny. grew up listening to you guys. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's man. funny too is, is so we actually went to oh, high school together. Awesome, <laughs> Yeah, we went to high school together. Okay. So I, you know, I definitely nice. heard him. You know, had had the boombox on his shoulder. You know, <laughs> a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, uh, man. Well, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. You just got out of wanted. high school, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was last uh, year. Yeah, yeah. A couple years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's something we wanted to talk to you about, though. It's a topic that came up when we were discussing you guys earlier. Is um, Dave and I have known each other for like sixteen years. Uh, this year so quite a bit of time and we've like grown and evolved together we were curious how that works in a band environment so you guys have been together for 30 years obviously you grow independently do you guys also grow as a band together and like trials and tribulations back and forth or yeah oh always man this is like this is like my second um these guys are like my second wife you know what i mean (laughs) and vice versa you know what i mean but we're we're all best friends, you know. We've 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 traveled the world together. We've learned so many things, but yeah. we've also grown into our own differences as well. You know what I mean? We yeah. we were just kids when we started, and we you know yeah. when you're a teenager, you think you know it all, and then you actually learn some things. Yeah, exactly. And so you know, we we fight and argue like brothers, and and, and we love yeah. like brothers. So um, I think it uh, that's what makes us passionate about the music. It comes out in the music. Yeah. It comes out uh, live when we play, you know. So, yeah, we're just, we're just, can't believe we're still here after all these years, still making music. <laughs> yeah. I think it's amazing. I, yeah. I, I mean, so there's got to be some point 
of tension and animosity that builds between a band after 30 years. So like, is there yeah. any, any moments that you were like, sure. te- that tested you? Or was it always like, these are my brothers and this is who I'm sticking I mean, with? not me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're brothers, but I mean, I've, it's never been like physical, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there yeah. might have been a shove here or there, but not, not for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But definitely we get into dis- discussions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always the drummer. Yeah, how'd you know? Exactly. Uh, so we, <laughs> we 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 have our differences, but I think we've 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 grown in these years, you know what I mean? And and I learned to I don't know if I learned to appreciate it. I just kind of acknowledge that hey man, we don't see eye to eye on certain things, but sure. you know, I know that I love you, man. You know what I mean? I know that when we make music together. We want to offer hope and love and inspire people, you know. So yeah, we we meet on certain areas, you know what I mean. Yeah. But 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 everybody's got to grow and mature in their their own lives individually. Yeah. So so you say you say evolve, and, and that brings up a good question: is how does your music evolve as you guys evolve and the times change? For sure. I mean, if you listen to all of our records, you know, I mean, most bands out there, you listen to all the records and they all sound the same, even the sure. same album, the same song on that album. It's like, wow, what, what is this? Yep. Recycle we, music. We are, yeah, <laughs> we're a melting pot. You know what I mean? San Diego, California, we have so many different backgrounds and nationalities and experiences and we we're fans of every kind of music. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not contrived. We just really love playing all these musics and we kind of blend them together and it sounds cool to us. We play it, you know, nice. um, but a lot of it too is not trying to um, keep up with whatever it is, whatever's cool right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, we 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 jumped off labels for that reason, and we took time off for that reason, knowing that it would cost us, you know, a lot. You know, recognition of our band success, but it was like I don't I don't want to play the label game anymore, and I want to do that stuff. And so we just we could only be POD. That's it. <laughs> I love that. So, I, you could definitely tell there's a lot of passion behind what you guys do. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys right. are re-releasing. Are you remastering Satellite or are you re-releasing it? How does that? Uh, we, how does that work? We we remastered it and we're releasing. I think it just came out um, like today or yesterday. Uh, yesterday, um, but it's a double disc, and. Uh, you know, it's got a lot of demos and other songs we've done that didn't make the record or live versions of certain things. So it, we're just, I mean, that's why we're out on the road right now. We're celebrating 20 years of satellite. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So where, you guys are in Connecticut right now. Where are you making your way to next? I know you're coming to Texas mm-hmm. October 2nd and 3rd here in San Antonio. Um, but where are you guys headed next yes. from Connecticut? Yeah, we just left, we just left Dallas and Houston. Oh, you're coming up. Yeah, <laughs> just left. Uh, tomorrow back. we... Yeah. Tagging back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tour tour life. Uh, yeah. Maps all over the place. Uh I think we hit um New Hampshire tomorrow and then I believe Baltimore the following day. And okay. then New York and down down south to Florida. But so we ended off in San Diego hometown October seventh. Okay. Yeah. So so you guys are in the full swing of things again. So let me ask you mm-hmm. this. What did you and the band do with your, you know, time off from touring? Like, do you guys focus on, you know, remastering songs or working on new content? Or what's, what's the deal like during COVID, the lockdown? What were you guys doing? Dude. Oh, well, 
I remember when it first started and um, they were like, you guys are going to be locked down for two months at home. And I was just like, dude, thank God. Dude, I've been <laughs> I have no on the problem road. being home with my wife and kids. You know what I mean? We're, we're gone so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Take know, after break. two months happened, then it's like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? But we're, we're a working class band. You know, you don't tour, you don't eat. No one buys records these days. We're not, you know, these, these, when people think POD and the success, they think, oh, you guys must be loaded. And, you know, it's like, it's not like that. We, mm. we're just grinding through the business, like, like a lot of, a lot of bands, you know? Yeah. So, um, but in order to, you know, stay, through the pandemic and stuff, it's like I you have to find ways to be creative. I, I was able to do uh, solo kind of bunch of solo music at home, okay. um, but mostly just just be there with my like I said with my wife and my kids, which I'm I'm always on makeup time anyway. So, so sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, that makes sense. So so that's a good point too. Is is the industry is always changing, and you have to adapt or die essentially. Mm-hmm. So. When you're not selling records anymore, what like what what platform you get? You guys are obviously working through Spotify or iTunes and all that stuff. Like, how has that changed the industry over the span of your career? Well, that's, I mean, in all honesty, that's screwed over the artist. You know, if you're yeah. if you're a big touring, you know, you're a Metallica or something. Yeah. You know what I mean, they make so much on touring, they don't need to sell another record. They don't care about that stuff. Um, but that's where they're ripping off the artists because you don't have mm-hmm. to pay for music anymore. Yeah. Although even though on, even on Spotify, you have streaming and stuff like that, they're still making money off of advertisements, billions of dollars, but that's none of that is going to the artist or, you know, a, a fraction, fraction of a fraction. So like we, we, see, we see none of that. Yeah, like a ninth yeah. of a penny per stream we, or something. We see that, yeah. If that, bro, that's how bad it is. It, it's that's really. Crazy. I'm surprised that it's not like headline news how much they rip off um, artists. And so there's no desire to even. I mean, not desire, but it's like why put out new music? You know yeah. what I mean? But you have to put out new music so that you keep touring it, so you can stay relevant. So, so and, it's yeah. That's that's yeah, and I mean that that's the hope is that one day they figure it out and then they pay back all the artists. You know, because every year we yeah. get like a. Spotify spins or streams, and we we have like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of millions of spins, and it's like, well, then how come I ain't making money off it? Because I know <laughs> yeah. they are. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's it's crooked. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's criminal. But I think it was a couple of years ago. Um, uh, Trump signed like a copyright law, so I'm yeah. I'm still hoping that they didn't forget about that, and that they're they're just kind of waiting, or they're doing something, <laughs> and, and yeah. in the big office they're doing something to pay back these artists. Yeah, to try and implement that. Do you know the specifics on that? Are they are they trying to stop mm-hmm. like streaming services or I'm not really familiar with that. that not streaming. Law. I think they just right, right. I think I think at this point that's just, they're going to stream it, but the money has to go to the artist because these, this okay. music is it is our publishing. It is um yeah you know there's a copyright on our music, so how can you just give it away and not pay the artist? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I know I saw something about sampling becoming illegal uh, recently. Like they're not allowed to to sample music anymore the way that they were. Um, like I know a lot of hip hop and rap artists make, yeah. call it sampling when they're, you know, just using a chunk of somebody else's music in their own. Yeah. Is that affected you guys at all either? They, or is they, that um, part of that? No, that doesn't that doesn't affect us. But for a while there, you know, you can only sample so say so many seconds or whatever, but 
that was all back in the days of P Diddy and stuff like that. Cause they were just <laughs> taking other people's music, same thing. And they were making, you had a, you know, you had a little bass, not a bass, a little, uh, what is it? Uh, whatever you add some noise to it and all of a sudden you have a beat, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and you're not paying, you're not paying whoever wrote that song. So it's just difficult. I'm trying to move to get close to this Wi-Fi, man. No worries. No, <laughs> no worries, worries, man. Do whatever you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see that beautiful face. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so I mean, the, yeah, the in- <laughs> industry is always changing. So, I mean, how do you find a balance on the road? Like, it looks like you're in great shape, you know. I can see those guns. Look at those. I can see them. And when you're in Texas, I'm working out with you, brother. We're going, getting, we're going no, hard. <laughs> hey, I'm getting old and fat. <laughs> you're like, it's just from here. Nice, brother, just yeah. the arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how do you find that balance? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm flexing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, the- I mean... I've said this before, man. I mean, it, it really just comes from my faith. You know, I, I you know, uh, I don't identify with rock star or that kind of stuff. It's like, I'm just, I'm just sunny from the neighborhood. You know what I mean? But I've, I've been with my wife, you know, 30 years. I'll be married 25 years this year. You know, I got three beautiful kids. It's like, that's my priority, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I do things in the community. I do outreach, you know, for young people. Um, and that's what just keeps me balanced. You know, I, I, I care about, I care about people and I care about their soul and their, physically, mentally, everything, you know what I mean? Their, their life. And we're living in crazy times. And so yeah. being a man of faith, uh, you know, I don't preach to anybody. I don't tell anybody how to live their lives. I just know that my life has been changed for, for the better, you know, and, and coming from bad circumstances and just knowing that, you know, I believe God loves us and he has a plan for us. And so, um, I balance that through, you know, out here too. This is the real world out here. This is where you actually live your your faith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, getting, not getting caught up in the mix, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a big influence for you guys. I mean, you, you guys, are you, do you consider yourself a Christian band? I know you guys have Christian influences um, and religious influences. Yeah. How does that tie we, into your We've never your said that. I think we were just... Yeah, yeah. We, we've never said that. Like, hey, we're a Christian band. It was, I think, just earlier and our lyrics were just kind of so in your face or they were so transparent and people just started to, to label us like that. But yeah. we never really welcomed that title just because I didn't know I didn't know there was Christian bands or Christian music. You know what I mean? I would, to me, music is music. And yeah. never did I ever want to, um, you know, pimp out my my, you know, my Jesus so that to sell records, you know, yeah. it was because, because when we were making music, I mean, 30 years ago, that wasn't, it was never considered Christian music to Christians because it was too heavy or yeah. we had tattoos, you know, we had tattoos or so we were already ungodly. You hoodlum. Yeah. We haven't, you know, we're not trying to please Christians. It's like, we just make music for anybody who listen. But mm. if you want to sit down and ask me about my faith or you want to talk, spiritual or God, like, dude, let's, let's go for it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. I think that's, that's an important tone that you guys are putting out there too. It's not in your face and it's not like you're preaching at all, but you know, it's your life, right? And that's gotta be some of the derivative of your stories that you sing about. For sure. For sure. I mean, 
we always write for the moment. You know what I mean? There's, there, we have dark records and there's, we went, we go through dark times. You know I mean? There's other times yeah. we write a record where things are pretty cool. You know what I mean? You might write a pop, you know, a popular sounding song or happier song. You know what I mean? Uh, but you know, we, we write our records and it's all, it's all seasonal stuff, but mm. it's always going to be in there. I mean, even if I'm going through the dark times in my life and, and I'm, I'm writing a song, I mean, God is good. If God is good in the good times, he's good in the bad times as well. So I'm not going to, yeah. You know, I'm I, I'm still gonna be me. You know what I mean? I'm still gonna love God. Yeah. I'm still gonna try to offer hope or light in any type of dark situation. Um, and and I think we do that well on our on our records. Yeah. You don't have to be a Christian to like POD. You know what I mean? I just yeah. if anything, that's what we wanted people to know. It's like, you know, I love a lot of bands out there, but do I agree with their their political views or you know whatever? No, but I dig the music. You know, sure, yeah, yeah. You can separate those two things. They're yeah. Kind, kind of independent from each other, but still feed back in. Obviously, it's part of your life, yeah. so it's going to come out in your lyrics and, and the type of music that you write. Yeah. Yeah, should be real and honest. Yeah. So that, that brings up a great point is, you know, you, you said you find yourself in dark places at times. Where do you find yourself finding the greatest inspiration for writing your music? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Man, I guess just, like I said, we always kind of write for the moment, but mm. I, I need to be surrounded by good things. Like I, you know, like obviously my wife and my kids, I, I, I put myself into a lot of community stuff and outreach stuff. I like, I like to see good things happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously we play a rock show and everybody loves it and stuff, but you know, or you talk to people afterwards and they're like, man, you guys rock. Or, I love you guys. And that's cool. But then you talk to the next person and he's like, dude, I was going to kill myself and mm. Alive came on the radio. So oh, there's, that's, there's a difference there. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's a difference. You're making of, an impact. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And that's, and that's what's inspiring. I mean, I, I don't need yeah. anybody to, you know, to build my ego anymore or tell me this or that. But when the music means something, that's that's when it's real. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So on that on that topic, I'm I'm curious um, just to dive in a little bit deeper. Youth of the Nation is is probably by and far one of your top songs. Does do those lyrics come from uh, like ex- real experiences you guys have had? I mean, you guys touch on some pretty heavy topics. I know it's I know it's an older song, but I'm curious where that stems yeah. from. Talking about you know young children or yeah. You know, teenage years people in that in that age range taking their own lives or or shooting up schools or things along those lines it's pretty touchy subject right yeah we we wrote that song 20 years ago um but we were you know we were doing stuff independently we would i remember when columbine i mean i'm probably a little bit older than you guys but even you know everybody knows columbine and and i remember we did like a the, the kids of that school had organized like a healing show and stuff like that. And we played that. And so we, you know, we were very familiar with, with that story, what was going on. But when we were in San Diego writing satellite, um, we were actually writing music and we walked outside to take a break, get some coffee and stuff. And then we saw the ambulance and the, and the helicopters and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so we went back in, turned on the news and two blocks away. Um, it was the Santana high school. shooting was happening in real time while we were there. Yeah. So here we are, you know, and we were still 
young at the time as well, but you know, we, here we are supposed to write a record and how do you, how do you write a happy song, yeah. you know, at that point? And so we were just talking about, you know, the situation and young people do what's going on with our kids, you know, what's going on with, you know, even gun laws, all these different things. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about everything. And so yeah. um, I think it was Marcus, our guitar player. He was like, we should write a song called Youth of the Nation and, and talk about this. And he literally, we just, he came up with that riff. It's very gloomy when you listen to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very just heavy yeah. bass, eerie. Bass yeah. In, yeah. And so we kind of just structured it out at that point. Um, and then I took it from there and then I did, I wrote the lyrics, but, uh, wow. you know, it was, yeah, we were right there at that time when that happened. So it's become an anthem, man, everywhere we go around the world, you know, so it's still, it's still asking the question, you know, what's, what's going on, what's yeah. going on with our young people. And I think, I think young people, I'd hate to be a kid right now, you know, yeah. with internet and social media social and media. all this other crap so that yeah. they're trying to find their identity and and you know you can't find your identity when you're too busy looking at everybody else's lives you know exactly i think that song was at least the lyrics well before its time i mean i, I don't remember anyone else touching on subjects like that in a real uh fashion addressing yeah. it the way you guys did um and a lot of your songs a lot mm. of the same thing like obviously that touches people in a in a very close way I mean, you, you just said a yeah, few minutes yeah. ago, someone told you that they were thinking about killing themselves mm-hmm. and, and the yeah. song came on the radio. How does that feel for you? Yeah. Oh, dude, that just shows you how powerful music is. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But that's, we write all our songs in, in that way to just kind of get people thinking. But we, we want people to find hope, um, you know, in our music. We want it to mean something to you. You know what I mean? So we've, yeah. If you listen, you know, you can go through every song and just you can break down the lyrics and you'll find it in there. It's even in some of the darker songs, there's still hope in it, you know, but yeah. we, we try to, you know, address just just realness. You know, we don't try to get polit- too political or, you know, too many opinions, just sure. more like, hey, this is just real life, you know. And I, I feel like I that, that. that happens with music a lot, too, is people have a tendency to look at the lyrics a little bit too deeply. Do you find that to be the case? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. I've, I've had people come to me and explain the lyrics to me. And I was like, oh, that's better than... <laughs> I don't know about that. It's, uh, it's my song. I was yeah, not yeah, going for that. <laughs> they're, te- they're telling me what my songs mean. I'm like, dude, I'm going to stick with that. I love that. Yeah, you know, yeah. but it, yeah, it's, a, it. it's, it's open. <laughs> it's open to, you know, interpretation. And so if that's what it means to you, you know, it's like, it's like looking at a at a piece of art, you know what I mean? Or, or art on the wall. Yeah. And it's like, we might get totally different vibes from that. And be like, yeah. this is what I feel. This is what I see. And someone's like, I don't see that at all. Uh, but yeah. this is what I see, you know? So, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's obviously there's there's a point, you know, to our lyrics. And it, it is, you know, we intend certain things. But if you grab that from it and it's beautiful, then that's cool, man. Mm. But if it's negative, then that's definitely, <laughs> no. I'll tell you, oh, that's, that's not right. That's not right. Get out of here. Get out of <laughs> here. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where'd you get that from, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> Abstract art. That's a great, way. a great concept. Yeah. Like I didn't think of it that way, but it truly is. It's got to be a yeah. point where it's, it's ambiguous in a way. Yeah. 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 People, people, like I said, they, and they'll they'll take even some of the the most simple lines and and grab so much from it. And you're like, dude, that's rad, dude. But that's yeah. I don't know. That to me, that's that's personal. You know, what I mean, to me, that's kind of like fate. You know, people can read 
scripture, um, or I've, I've read scripture, you know, for, for the longest time and mm. I'll still open up something and read it today and be like, dude, I've read this a thousand times and mm-hmm. it actually means something right now. You know what yeah. I mean? It means something because whatever I'm going through, you know, or it's really hit home today and I've skipped past this for so long and it didn't mean as much as it does at this moment. So music, music can be like that too. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, it's open to interpretation for anyone. Yeah. So, yeah, so sure, what's, what's what's next for POD? What do you guys what do you guys have upcoming? I know you're you're finishing up this tour right now, but uh what's yeah. what's next for you guys? We we're trying to make uh finish off the rest of this uh month left uh happy and healthy. Yeah. Uh yeah. and then um but I don't even think there's so again there's so many restrictions and um you know, things are shutting down again that I don't even think anybody's planning touring again until they get the go-ahead. Yeah. We thought we had the green light go-ahead, you know what I mean, right when summer hit, but all of a sudden here we are again dealing with it. So who knows? I think when we get home, we definitely need to finish uh, writing and recording. Um, and we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, we're just like everybody else taking it day by day. Yeah, I know. What's, day by what's day, the next literally. Big, yeah, what's the next thing on the on the on the world stage? You know. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it definitely affects you guys, especially with touring schedule. But I think you'll be okay out yeah. here in Texas. You'll just have to come here more often. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just did. I told you, bro. We just did a uh, uh, Houston and Dallas, twenty thousand people, bro. Like, come oh, on. Shit. Oh my god. So so <laughs> let me ask you this. Is, That's it, awesome. I'm like a lighthearted note. Is like, how does it feel to step on stage and just feel the electricity of that crowd? That's got to be phenomenal experience oh yeah it's it's there's nothing like it man you know i mean it we're always nervous when we start but you know as soon as you kick into it you know you kind of just muscle memory you go into and you do it and but you really do feed off that energy hey you know this guy how's it going yeah come on in come on in it was it, it was Marcos's birthday yesterday, man. Oh, <laughs> happy birthday, guys, Marcos. Right. Celebrate <laughs> with some tequila. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. We, uh, but to, to go off what you said, we, we have a, a buddy who's out on the road with us who's helping us do backups and kungas and vocals and stuff like that. Nice. And um, the other day when we played Houston, he was walking around hours later and I'm like, dude, you, you cool, man. I thought you drank too much coffee or something. I'm like, you cool? He's like, dude, I'm still high off the show, man. It's like, he's, I bet. you know, he's used to playing home, hometown shows and stuff, but 20,000 people, that's a, that's a rush, man. That's you really do. Show. The energy's real. It's real. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Like, so I, typically after a show with all that pent up energy, what do you do? Like, <laughs> it takes I'm me a while answering that question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Off air. <laughs> no, it, it, it takes me a while to calm down. I mean, it, it really does the the adrenaline, all that stuff, and just to stop sweating. It's just a, it's a, a lot. You know what I mean? I'm usually the last one in the shower just because I need to just, you know, cool calm down. down and cool off. I'll jump in the shower. I'll just keep sweating right through my shower. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's. So yeah, what on that topic? One of my favorite uh, live videos is Parkway Drive at uh, Wackendorf. They've got I think fifty thousand oh, people yeah. in the crowd. Such an electric video. Yeah, it's uh, just watching that from just yeah. a video standpoint. I mean, it looks it looks incredible to be up there and being able to connect with each one of those individual people. Like you know, they have 
kind of a personal yeah. connection with you through your lyrics and through your guys' music. Over 30 oh, years. For sure. Yeah. yeah that's, 30 years. That's got to be for such sure. a cool feeling. No, it's, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not strangers to them. They're not strangers to us. You know what I mean? It's just like, uh, it, it is, it is a good feeling and everybody has a story. They come out to rock and roll and, uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's a good vibe. It's, I, I can't explain it. The energy, the energy is pretty intense. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see you guys here uh, in just a couple of weeks. Uh, you're here in San Antonio, what, on the, sec- the second, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay, so October 2nd for all of, uh, all of our local San Antonio people. Come on out to the show. Yeah. Dave, Dave and I Come are going to be out, there. Texas. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come party. Come party. Yeah, That's I don't be think fun. there'll be masks there. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I, got my, oh, I got, my got my triple jab. I'm good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so you got to have some some awesome, interesting stories of like you know I you know we we see a show we see you know what goes on on stage, but there's got to be some logistical nightmares that happen backstage sometimes. So, like, what is a story that sticks out to you where you're just like, man, that went <laughs> terribly wrong? Probably probably pranks too. I imagine. I, I bet you guys get pretty uh pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, that's usually last day of the the tour, but. Let me see. I mean, we're pretty mellow. That's the funny thing is people say, dude, you guys have been chill all day. And then when you get up and play, it's like you guys are different people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see. As a band, we're, we're pretty mellow, man. It's when you get into the big rock festivals and stuff. And then <clears throat> a lot of times you have these younger bands trying to prove themselves like they're cool. Uh, and then they over drink or they do something stupid. Um you're like, that, that was me 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm like, come on, grow up, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's still there's still nonsense that happens, but I, I try to stay away from a lot of that stuff. But um, we've had to cancel shows. We've had, we've played, I remember Independent Days, we played a show in Virginia Beach and the kids were moshing and jumping up so bad that the roof uh, cave, it kind of caved in. So you so literally brought the, the roof down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We were on the second floor, so we brought the floor slash ceiling down the roof. <laughs> uh, man. That's pretty crazy. So the whole floor collapsed while you guys were playing? <coughs> while they were jumping, you, you can feel it. It was like, everybody's oh, like, stop, get everybody get out. Damn. But man, I, I would have said we were, we were in Brazil one time. Yeah, exactly. Let's just go through the let's just go through the floor. Yeah, it's, when it's you, a liability. That's uh, when you start boom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're bringing yeah. this place down. Yeah. <laughs> Who's responsible exactly. for that first and foremost? Yeah. Is it the venue? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get out of here. <laughs> we Man. said you guys were in Brazil. You had a Brazil story? Oh, yeah, we were in Rio. We were supposed to play. And it was raining and our tour manager and all the crew went down to set everything up. And, you know, that's still, there's a lot of third world stuff going on down there. And so yeah. I remember they, I think they had, something was up with the electrical box. It was just wide open. And he literally, and it was raining, it was wet. And we're like, dude, this is a disaster waiting to happen. And he, yeah, combo. he literally called the show and said, dude, I can't have you guys come here and be around here. And I don't want fans here. Hey, the um, crowd's so, electric. Yeah. <laughs> The crowd's on fire tonight. <laughs> no, literally, they're yeah, on fire. We were, literally. Yeah, we're not trying to. We're not trying to do that. Um, let me see one more in New York City. Right around, right after nine eleven, probably within that same satellite tour, 
Mm. Um, they did, a, um, I think they arrested a guy who had uh, a bomb on him. Oh, and shit. we were like, yeah, oh, in man. New York City. And we were like, dude, what if that guy was, you know, I mean, we make jokes about it, but we're like, what if he was going to do something stupid to us, to like boom or something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was going to come here and just be yeah. like, go crazy. And uh, so we were, we were tripping and we're like, yeah. And then we were afraid, we were afraid to go on stage. I mean, like, dude, this is kind of wild. Blame you. Yeah. My God. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, speaking of, so the fans, <clears throat> like, do you have any crazy fans that just you were just like dude you're too much you need to like calm down or like i need i need help i fear for my life i love you sonny can yeah, you yeah. sign this for me yeah. i mean nobody's too crazy i mean but you know when you see like your face tattooed on people and stuff i mean i don't think they're oh. crazy i think it's at least be a good tattoo, you know what I mean? I've it's like some, some, super some ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't look like that. It's a <laughs> it's not smiley good. face with long dreads. Yeah, exactly. It's they you. They tattoo themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I swear oh, it's you. That's and then I've, seen, then I've seen great ones, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh. I remember I saw this, this girl in Russia and she had the most beautiful tattoo of me. And first of all, I said, you should have never did that. You should have never got me on your arm. I said, but at least it's an amazing tattoo. You know what I mean? The tattoo's gorgeous. No, I'm not gorgeous. Your tattoo's gorgeous. But damn, I look good on that tattoo. <laughs> damn, I look good. That's got to be an interesting feeling, having a tattoo of your face on somebody. Yeah. Like multiple yeah. running around. It's, it's like, that's crazy. I mean, I, I appreciate it. And I love you for that. But come on. You know what I mean? She's probably going to be listening to this. Like, we should get it removed. Yeah, he doesn't love me. He doesn't love me. Yeah. Yeah. She just tattoos void on it, right? Big old, big old letters. (laughs) A big big X through my face. Yeah. Yeah. A big red X through it. He doesn't love me anymore. Uh, So, you know, I feel like if you got away with, with a couple, you know, face tattoos, that's not too bad. You know, you get some of those bands. That uh, especially the heavier metal guys are just like I'm gonna get stabbed here. I'm, I'm gonna get stabbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that maybe just that. blown up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the metal guys anymore. I think it's the metal guys who have the least tattoos now. It's become become pop culture now. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's not even cool anymore. Yeah, the counterculture. <laughs> the counterculture is no tattoos, no piercings now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's oh. that's what I tell my kids or people. They're always they always say, "Oh, I'm gonna I want to get a tattoo." I'm like, "Dude, no tattoo is the new tattoo, homie. Don't don't do it." You know I mean, this is the guy who's covered in tattoos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did but it when like it was I cool. said this was years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did it, it when cool. it was exact, <laughs> exactly when it was cool, dude. Exactly. Now, you know, when you see like you know, Justin Bieber and Post Malone and all these, oh yeah, whatever these What's pop, going on pop with that? artists. I mean, they're, they're tattooing their face. It's like, come on. We should know better no than resume. face tattoos at this point in time, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but I want a tattoo of my face on my face, but just yes. slightly to the left. <laughs> <laughs> just a little off. Double. Yeah, like double vision. Why are you blurry? I'm going to shave my head and put my face on the back of my head just so I could watch who's (laughs) coming at me. That's what's going on in today's society. So so you mentioned that you do a lot of charitable work, like, and work for the community. And, you know, you get out there. What what kind of stuff are you doing on that Mm -hmm. note? Um, I started, I helped co-found 
uh, movements called the Whosoever's, and it has like yeah. you know a lot of actually a lot of a lot of um, guys and girls in rock, a lot of athletes that are believers that are Christians, but they're not cheesy. You know what I mean? They're not. They're uh, they're actually cool, and they're not yeah. religious. And but it really just started off more as a brotherhood and a sisterhood. Um, because, you know, I, I walk with a lot of guys that are, you know, you know, on the road that are trying to stay sober or do or whatever, yeah. just walk out their faith. Um, and so it was really a kind of a safe place. But then, you know, once we started to tell our stories, this was about 11 years ago, you know, it just be, kind of came a thing. You know, young people, they're going to listen to, you know, someone like Brian Head Welch from Corn, you know, longer than they will, you know, their youth pastor or some guy in a suit that's telling them how to live their life. You know what sure. I mean? But we just started sharing our stories. And so that happened. It was to our verse. And then I just recently started, um, uh, Sunny Sandoval's youth of the nation foundation. And, nice. um, my long-term goal is to, is to, to get a building, uh, more like a safe haven for young people to come through, you know, from, from the neighborhood. Okay. Um, they will have, we'll teach them art and music and have re- just a recording studio, a skate park, all this stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, almost like a, but a, almost like a club. Like I'm, it's going to be a no nonsense club. It's going to be so cool that like, there's no, you can't come and act like a fool. It's going to be a privilege. To be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no tattoos. <laughs> uh, and that was, and we started working on that. But then once COVID happened, it was like, okay, no one goes okay. inside anymore. So we kind of shift um, gears a little bit, just, just for the moment. Um, you know, and we're still, we're still building, but, you know, we are able to contribute to a lot of different things that are, are going on that involve young people, but eventually awesome. that'll be, that'll be the goal in, in my neighborhood. Okay. Um, yeah. So South, but as South far as San Diego, South, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep, South San Diego. Yeah. And, but everything else, I mean, we'll do, there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, events that, that we put on. Um, and again, it's just to inspire young people. It's not, not to, to preach and tell anybody anything. It's just share your story. If if, if Brian Headwelch goes up there and he's like, dude, I used to be a, you know, a um, functioning meth head, you know, in corn. Yeah. And then until God delivered me, it's like, dude, that's a that's a cool story to hear. So kids are, you know, they're more interested in in our stories and you know yeah. than than anything. So we just we just want to love them, encourage them. And, you know, the world is theirs, man. They don't have to be stuck wherever they're at. And you know, so a lot of cool stuff to be done. That's pretty yeah. amazing, and I like I like the the approach that you guys are taking to it as well. That you're not you're not trying to force anything on them, whether it's religion or an ideology or politics wow. or anything. You're you're accepting them, like, hey, we want to give you guys an area where you can feel safe in in this neighborhood that might not be so safe for sure, and teach them for different sure, outlets. Man. That's that's amazing. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. try to do good works whenever we can. And and how important is it to keep that message positive? You know, there's so much negative connotation out there. Everybody is saying, don't do this, don't do that. This is right. This is wrong. But when you, I mean, are bringing a building in where you're teaching these people art, sharing stories, that's such yeah. a positive message for people. And I think that that goes such a, uh, you know, vast distance more than just, yeah. you know, encouraging right, them right. to figure it out I by mean, themselves. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously we have, you know, like you said, we do have a positive message, but um, the, the goal is more so is just to give a lot of these kids tools and opportunities that they'll have, you know. Mm. I mean, some kids in, you know, my neighborhood, they don't even have internet, you know what I mean? So how could they yeah. even do, or, or a laptop or yeah. whatever, so how could they do, go through a year and a half worth of school 
when exactly. they don't even have that kind of stuff. You and know that's what I mean? A necessity. So, yeah. So, but I mean, it's whatever we want to be able to, you know, or whatever, have like, um, you know, a guitar rooms, drum rooms. I mean, any kid, you know, if he has the privilege to play on a janky acoustic, he might be like, this is cool for two days. And then all of us, you know, but it never, never pick it up again, but put some kid, you know, with a, you know, a PRS guitar and a Mesa boogie stack or whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? And a, and full sound, this kid's going to be like, dude, I want to, this is what I want to do, yeah. you know? So, inspiration. Um, you know, w- whether it's art, yeah, whether it's, um, you know, computer graphics, just having a cool place where kids can skate. And like I said, it, it'll be more more of a privilege. And, you know, and if I'm there, that's the cool thing. If I'm there and I will be there, but, and you know, I'm known in my neighborhood, so it's going to be like, there's not going to be any knuckleheads. It's like, yeah. you have an opportunity. This could change your life forever. Like, don't don't screw it up, you know, so... We'll let the, the young people in that are serious, but it will create an opportunity, you know? Yeah, so so when is this all going down? When are you guys expecting to open this up? I mean, I have I kind of have a, a five-year plan, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, so we'll see. It just, we, we it's more um, amongst people that know right now. Like, I really haven't pushed it or, you know, looking or have sought out um, donations or anything like that, but I know we, we are shooting for some, you know, grants and stuff like that to try to yeah. get things going. Um, so I mean, it's it's in it's in the the, the wish list of things to happen. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean. But but right now, just again dealing with everything on the world stage right now, it just puts a halt on a lot of stuff. But yeah, you know. But like I said, we've been able to do some really cool stuff and get behind, you know, other local, um, you know, nonprofits that I know uh, and help out wherever we can. So it's fulfilling, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys are, you're an inspirational human, man. That The way your yeah, approach buddy. to it especially is is fantastic. It's it's completely selfless. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's it's the proper purpose. It, you guys are doing it out, yeah, of, out of love for others. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's pretty incredible. You guys Appreciate have done, that, brother. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, and you guys have done a lot of USO uh, stuff. Uh, I know... I've, yeah. got a, I've got a story offline that I'll tell you. It's kind of funny yeah. <laughs> uh, about, a, about you guys at a USO tour. Uh, was, uh, I'll have to tell you offline. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't want to blast that one yeah. out there, but yeah. you, are you guys uh, planning on doing any more of the USO tours or, or visiting bases oh, to man, perform? We are, we are open and ready anytime. Actually, during the nice. whole uh, lockdown and COVID, we were saying, okay, why get us more USO shows. Like, yeah. let's go hang out like you know but they just wouldn't they wouldn't do it so yeah. i think the last one we did was was right at the end of 2019 we actually went over to abu dhabi for oh, uh, yeah. a few days yeah but we've been to japan we've been to korea a lot of stuff in the states um but you know they we got we got love for the military and they got love for us too so when they bring yeah. us on they know we're our music's clean you know what I mean? they, yeah because yeah. a lot of times you're not just playing for the We've been on bases where it's not. It's like families. Yeah. The soldiers, it's all families. Yeah, yeah. Dude. like it's like a private party. And we're like, <laughs> dude, this is cool. So we got to do that in um, 2019 as well with uh, all through England and Germany, nice. which was really really cool. And they love it, man. They, you know, it's like there's some American music coming through. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, they, they appreciate it, man. It's it's insane. Yeah, oh, we absolutely appreciate it. I, I, I mean, I saw a Five Finger Death Punch live uh, during a USO tour nice. while we were deployed. I mean, it was it was pretty damn cool watching these guys oh, 
Yeah, I, I only got to see a couple minutes of it, but watching them show up in Afghanistan, it's like that's pretty yeah, damn no, cool. That's, that's rad, dude. And yeah. we and we not only do we go and play though, we actually you know we take time to kind of um, go and check out everybody, whether it's the different units or what are they doing. Yeah. The last time in Abu Dhabi, we were there for a day before and a day after, and all we did was just just take, take the tours and then go to like you know the bullet unit, you know what I mean, the tank yeah. unit, all this stuff, yeah. and just yeah. Just listen. They just they just want to explain to you what they do, and like yeah. this is what I'm in charge of. And it's like, man, it was it was a blessing. You know, where we go to where we always check out the dogs. You know, what yeah, I mean? the canines. <laughs> That's what I was the just dogs. gonna ask. Exactly. Did you put on the suit? Did you get bit? Throw the throw the, <laughs> did, throw the sleeve uh, on the suit on. We didn't do it. I'm trying to remember if anyone in the other bands did it. I think they wouldn't let us. I think it was like, uh, you know, let's keep it let's keep it safe, but. It'll scare um, the shit out of so me. It's awesome, man. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, they, yeah, right. The yeah. little marshmallow suit. Yeah. You can't run really far. You know, you're just <laughs> yeah. like kind of hobbling around just till they tank yeah. you down. You know? as fast as you can away from it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you're for sure getting bit no matter what. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh man. Well, hey, when you guys are out here in San Antonio, uh, feel free to we should link up and we can uh we can introduce you to a a few of those, a uh, few of these local units. I'm sure they would love to love to come see you guys yeah. live. Oh, bro, that'd be awesome, bro. Yeah. We, whatever, we can bring them in if they want to come. I'm sure we yeah. can take care of it with the show if they want to come see a show as well. So, yeah, it's all good, man. Yeah, you know, I think it, it goes a long way too in that it is so important for these guys too that you do that for them. You know, these yeah. USO sh- shows mean the world to them. You know, I mean, so, going, being in the roughest places in the world. Mm-hmm. And then just giving them that, you know, R&R that is much needed. It, you know, yeah. the love that those guys have for no. you is phenomenal. Yeah, a touch of normalcy while you're gone fighting. It's, um, it's yeah. appreciated at a, at a level. Oh, yeah. It's hard to explain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we, we, we have so much love and respect, man. And it's just, you know, I, I sure hope we get to do a lot more. Yeah. 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 We hope you guys do, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, listen, I'm going to come to this show yeah. when you're in San Antonio. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I expect some backstage passes. Maybe, hey, we got, we'll take care of you guys. Don't worry. Uh, the shameless plug in there. But. Yeah, the shameless yeah, plug. Yeah, we got you. We got you. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, hey, uh, you want to give a couple shout outs uh, to, so you guys have, or you have the whosoevers. Where can people find yeah. more information on the whosoevers? Um, just the, the whosoevers.com. Okay. Um, there's a bunch of cool stuff on there. Uh, yeah, we're, we've been shooting a lot of documentaries too, and we've been hitting a lot of skate parks and we've been, we've been doing nice. a lot of cool stuff there. Um, and again, just keep in mind, uh, Sunny Sandoval's Youth of the Nation Foundation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll be getting that going up real quick and in, in, in my neighborhood, which is, I'm super stoked on that. But aside from that, POD, hit up all the socials, keep track of what's going on and yeah. come out to the rock show. Hell yeah. And and if you had one thing to tell aspiring artists or your fans out there, what would it be? I mean, if it's an artist, man, do, do it because you love it. Be real. Be be who you are. Don't let anybody don't let anybody change you and, and, and try to tell you what, you know, what your band is supposed to be like or what you're supposed to do. Because even if you do that, you have all the success in the world. Like the other day, as far as POD is concerned, it's more about our integrity and, and who we want to be as a band. I, you know, I hate the label politics and all the stuff that yeah, they, yeah. you know, they, they do, man. Um, 
And if anything, just learn your dang instrument, man. We're doing a, <laughs> we're, we're playing with a lot of, you know, there's just a lot of stuff going on where it's just, it's not even, it's not even just guys playing anymore. There's, it just really has been become more of a show and entertainment than just, mm. you know, than Passion. just jamming. Then guys, then a band, you know, so be yeah. a band first, man. My, my son's playing the drums. That's what I'm saying. They just play your drums, get good at it, jam with your friends, man. If that's what makes you happy and have fun, but don't, uh, don't just hold try true. to do it to make it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Hold true yeah. to yourself and your band. I know that, yeah, that people yeah. could be pushed in a lot of different directions and I'm sure it's happened to you over 30 yeah. years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then and, and we've, we've, we've made small compromises here and there and, you know, I don't know if it was a compromise. It was more like forced, but <laughs> it's like, you know, like, cause you know, it's like, I'm just labels. I'm just going to give you my advice. And it's like, but it's totally up to you guys, your band. It's like, all right, cool. Thank you for your advice. We're gonna we're gonna do yeah. what we wanted to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if we can get behind that. Like what? Yeah. So we don't have a choice then. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. The clothing, gotcha. probably. You know, you have to wear the tutu <laughs> on this show. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makeup sin again. You know what I mean? All this stuff sin again. And we're like, nah, we can't do it, man. I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> Not well, you, guys are, you guys are holding true and I appreciate yeah. that. That's uh Thanks, that's, brother. It's a real Thanks. counter counterculture move. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fight the power. <laughs> and, yeah, and it, that's right. It, it's really fantastic to see the see what you, you all are doing offline too. Yeah. Helping the community, helping veterans, awesome, you know, sh- you know, the youth of our nation, literally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> looking looking forward to seeing that come to fruition for sure. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Appreciate so, that, man. Well, Sonny, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, if you guys yes, want, if you guys want to find Sonny, uh, you can find him uh, at all the links below in the description, and we're going to tag him in pretty much everything, dude. All right. It was awesome meeting you. Fantastic. You are, dude, you too, fellas. You're an icon, you guys are great. Man. You're, you're a rock star, brother. <laughs> you're ro- literally a rock star, yeah. but not a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> but, but not. You know? <laughs> but not. <laughs> All right, Appreciate bye. you guys, man. Yeah, thanks again, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. see you thanks in a couple weeks. Okay, guys. That concludes today's training. Any questions? Woo! Drum titties, boy! <laughs> <laughs>